Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless, and reassure us, and therefore is it, that grave where he is laid, this legend hath, that still his kingdom keeps. Gather round all you hums of Camelot, cuz It's your boys in the back to rock the spot The podcast about Merlin season three And on the mics tonight, yo, Chris and Jeremy And they're here to break down every episode So leave those five stars and click that download Enjoy the show, whether you're chilling or working So let's jump into season three of Merlin, cuz Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Excalibur in the streets and magic in the sheets, huh? I'm Jerry McGreer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Merlin, first aired on the BBC back in 2009. Uh, the years... Before things got really bad out there, sure, Chris. Sure, I was in high school, so you know I was on the top of the world. Married for five years, <laughs> feeling pretty good about what's it, what good. was it doing in two thousand nine. This episode actually aired in two thousand ten. This was the season three finale. Uh, before we get into that, I just want to thank all of our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week. They're great. They're fantastic. Do you know what they do? They put up with you and I when our voices are terrible on this That's po- right. podcast. That's right. <laughs> and listeners, if you're thinking, Chris, what's up with your voice? Nothing. There's nothing up with my voice. Check your ears. Check your ears first before you come this at us. It's probably a you problem. That's <laughs> probably on your side. Check Just... your speakers. Check your headphones. Then bring it to my attention. Okay, I'm the th- I'm the last place you look. I miss when uh, TVs had like an adjustment dial on them like do not touch your yeah. dial your tv is doing fine like, like that old thing from twilight zone i was watching um the tv show dark on netflix uh mm-hmm. which is which is highly recommended by the way I, 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 it's it's a it's a german show about weird time travel bullshit and that's not necessarily a spoiler you learn time travel shit's happening in the first episode so that's just kind of like the, the crux of the show but it's fascinating um and they showed this tv back from the 1980s and it literally just had like a color palette knob just mm. a slider and i was like what does that slider do i want one so badly <laughs> like yeah. i found myself looking at ger- german tvs from the 1980s i, oft- I often find myself yearning for knob just but, like, i gotta, um, you, gotta have, you gotta have the knob uh gotta have that knob. chris how are you doing you sound a little sick but you're, you're gonna power i sound through. sick i feel okay i just sound awful it's just my voice um okay. actually i'm sorry i take that back it's just your ears i feel fine <laughs> you feel great uh it just makes everybody's voice change um <laughs> <laughs> to you that was laughter not a cough <laughs> that was, sounded like a cough chris we do you want to catch us up on what's been happening with merlin yes i will catch you up with a uh ear nose and throat specialist because okay. it sounds like you need to clean those ears mm-hmm, um but mm-hmm. last time on merlin when leon is saved from near death by the cup of life arthur is tasked with retrieving the magical artifact from the druids in senred's territory despite the aid of merlin and gawain the cup falls into senred's hands and morgos makes her move creating an army of immortal soldiers and disposing of senred morgos and her warriors overthrow camelot bring uther to his knees and put morgana on the throne it's true we're now dealing with queen morgana that's all real all that real. really happened everything everything that you just said happened we're That's dealing real. with Merlin season three, episode 13, the coming of King Arthur part two queen Morgana brings a reign of terrible evil over the innocent citizens of Camelot. And with Morgos's immortal armor army at her command, 
It seems there is no hope for Uther. Meanwhile, on the outskirts of Camelot, Arthur regains his strength and plans a brave counterattack, but Merlin knows that even Arthur cannot vanquish an immortal foe. This aired on December 4th. It was written by Julian Jones and directed by Jeremy Webb, who both of those guys surprised me today, Chris, when I had turned on my episode and they started talking during the intro. I was like, what? 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 I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I have to... Apparently, the episode that I downloaded uh, for this has the commentary. It's like an audio track on it. So, And it just, for whatever reason, defaulted to that. So I had to switch it back off of that because I'm sure... like, Everybody always tells me, like commentary is is fun to listen to and like it's interesting but i can't get over the fact that they're usually talking over people talking which is something that makes my brain short circuit and i can't stand i um yeah it it can be a little tricky i find the only way that i could i can do commentary tracks is if i've just watched the movie and i'm in a in the mood for some more and i gotta do some cleaning oh uh, interesting if i'm tidying up i got the tv on i got yes. the commentary track you were describing Gandalf's <laughs> telling me about the hobbits i'm feeling good you're describing what is commonly known as a podcast <laughs> i believe i'm describing yeah that's crazy <laughs> that's what this is um anyway yeah so we we start off i was confused because i was watching it on youtube for the first time now that it's off netflix i was in a whole new world i didn't know where i was mm-hmm. but leon was being brought before morgana and we find out that it has been a week and she's basically trying to get him and all the other knights of camelot to submit to to pledge their loyalty to her but he says that he would rather die than betray his loyalty to Uther and Arthur. Uh, and then he gets dragged away. Honestly, I'm going to be real. I don't really know why Morgan is so hung up about these knights. Well, I don't know. Her, I, I guess we're suppo- we're led to believe that they have some sway in this world. Yes. Um, um, so <laughs> Mar- Margot says later that they need the knights to uh, convince the common people that their reign is legit. That this isn't like a hostile takeover. Ah. So that if the knights are, are with this, because the knights are such loyal and honorable and uh, noble people that they that they will trust the knights to it's kind of like you know how we have like electoral colleges <laughs> do you want yeah, to you want yeah. to break it down this way <laughs> like mm-hmm. sir leon is basically like the guy from louisiana that nobody really votes for but instead votes for everybody does that make sense gotcha. okay gotcha. so we're yeah he's appointed by a king and then he decides jeremy's vote is what is what happens there so that checks out that checks yeah yeah out. um so we'd switch over to the forest where Merlin is being chased by guards that he quickly loses. Uh, and he jumps into their hideout cave uh, where uh, we, we, we regroup with Gaius, with Elliot. What was he doing? With what Gwen. was he getting up to out there? He was getting water because he, I think Elliot is like, we're out of water, homie. And he's like, don't go back out there. It's unsafe. <laughs> um and arthur poor arthur is in the corner just shell-shocked um it's interesting i feel like they forgot that arthur was wounded in the last episode we just don't deal with that (laughs) he's just over in the corner obviously kind of it's been a week he's fine he's he's okay like he's been he's 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 shocked because he's found out that morgana has not only betrayed his father but is also his sister has stolen the throne from him has taken over camelot with an immortal army uh is shocked that he remembers Elian's name that came out of nowhere for him. He didn't really expect that. Uh, he thought it was just a side character. Didn't expect him to yeah. reappear. He's just like his father. And when he starts to remember names, he's like, maybe I'm I'm not like my dad after Maybe all. I'm not like my dad. Uh, and then we're going to switch back over to Morgana, who lines up all of the Knights of Camelop in the courtyard uh, in front of a line of crossbowmen, demands their allegiance as the soldiers aim for them. And Morgana orders... Uh, or that he, she asked for their allegiance, and they they say no. We are we are loyal. They say I think they say all hail the king. 
Long uh, live the king. Long live the king. And Morgana says, okay, fine. Maybe this will convince you. And she orders the crossbowmen to shoot, but they don't shoot at the knights. They turn their crossbows onto the civilians in front of them. Um, um, unbelievable what the heck, moment of evil. What's uh, What crawled up your bum? What is going on here? I feel like this is uh, you, you can make some you can make some arguments here for uh, this is maybe a little too far from Morgana, but I'm gonna they, they just they gotta remind us every episode they go shit people still like her yeah <laughs> God damn it uh, but I'm gonna be honest with you the second rewatch of this I'm having less of those feelings than more so let the girl have fun this is obviously what she wants to be doing right now if she, <laughs> if she wants to if she wants to yeah, murder sure. the civilians fuck them right? yeah she she's that girl let her let her do you it you had your chance to buy my zine you had your chance you didn't do it uh and now you have to pay the price like that's if you you reap the wind you sow and she <laughs> and she even goes down to uther you know chained up in a so the, it was the other way around i got the quote wrong you're fine i, I was letting you roll with it uh she goes down to uther to kind of gloat because they, she locked Uther in the same jail that we've seen Merlin and Gwen locked into, where you can see, oversee the stuff that's happening in the co- courtyard so that we don't have to catch up everybody for plot it's perfect, points. Yeah. It's great. Um, and she's like, why are you doing this? And, or he says, why are you doing this? And she's like, oh, I'm... You know, I'm not going to kill you. Like, I, I, she's like doing what? Yeah, yeah. The, you, you, you have murdered tons of innocent people, uh, and I just want to keep you alive so that I can make you feel how you made me feel. Just disgusted at yourself for who and what you uh, are. Oh, um, bummer, bummer, bummer for that dude. Bummer says Uther, crawling back into his corner. <laughs> oh, so it's like that says Uther. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my B. But he says, um, he's like, do you really hate me so much? And she's like, brother. I mean. Father, you cannot begin to know how much I hate you. Uh, we go back to the cave where Merlin brings some uh, some food to Rat. To, excuse me, some food to Arthur, and then tells him it's Rat, um, and then how Merlin has often fed him worse food in the past. Like this should be no big deal. Uh, and Arthur is just like, "Hey, I I am not ready for goofs. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, not, not ready. I'm not. I'm not in it for bits right now. Yeah, I'm not in it for bants. And I'm not in it for bits, and I'm not eating that fucking rat." Uh, and Arthur is just like, hey, just just leave me alone. Meanwhile, Merlin is like, hey, we can't we can't give up help, but can't give up hope. You have to. We have to save Uther and Camelot. Uh, and you can kind of tell Arthur thinks it's hopeless, but Merlin is like, no, we have to try. And eventually, Arthur eats the rat, which I think is is good. <laughs> Got to eat that rat, homie. Sometimes that's how most of my uh, Arthur fanfics end. <laughs> eat eat a rat. rat. Should we make up a character that uh, for the rat that likes to be eaten by Arthur? Or do you think we've already done that on a different I think, podcast? I don't think that the Merlin audience <laughs> you deserves don't think that. Audience that. is going to cross over. <laughs> I think that the supernatural audience did deserve it. Yes, um, but I don't. Uh, I think that they, you know, fifteen seasons. Yeah, we're only on episode a little bit coming back. We're only on episode you know? like forty of this podcast, and that was like episode. 200 something so that they they deserved it for sticking around that long we knew we had them at that point they weren't they weren't going anywhere after we invented speaking of rat talk morgana goes and talks to gwen it's true Um, i was calling morgana the rat in this situation i don't know why Mm -hmm. um can you take this scene i think my voice is dying do you do you want to call it right here You're getting that bad. You you're, think? you're getting you're getting worse, and I don't want you to lose your voice entirely. Worse, yeah, let's let's try five more minutes. I don't see. I don't think that five minutes will help, Chris. I'm just. Ah! I mean, <laughs> all right, all right, fine. People, fine, we're fine. gonna we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be back the next time you hear me. It might maybe better. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Chris a better mic, and you you guys get better ears, and we'll be. We <laughs> oh yeah, will be fix back. your fucking ears. Fix all right? your fucking ears. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, as I previously mentioned in the podcast, we had a, a significant break so that Chris could go heal up his throat. Chris, can you just talk for the people so they can get the idea of what a significant difference it is between last week and this week? Yeah, of course. Hello, everyone. Um, ah, that's right. This is Chris. And, uh, I'm sounding normal. I think I'm okay. I think I'm normal. I'm almost there. I got a cold, but I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. You sound you sound much better than you did when we quit the podcast last week because I was <laughs> I was genuinely worried about you going and continuing to talk. So yeah, yeah, it was um, tough. I know this is going to make it for a little bit of an awkward podcast, but folks, just just roll with us. We're going to pick it up right where we left off. Uh, Arthur just got finished eating a rat served to him by yeah. everybody's favorite uh, servant slash sorcerer Merlin. And then we're going to cut over to uh, Queen Morgana, who is in her room as as Gwen is making... Queen Morgana. Say it again. Oh, no, dude. It sounds so good on the tongue. <laughs> queen Morgana. She's always been my queen. I'm glad the, fish, I'm glad the yeah, title is a yeah. fish now. G- Gwen is still a servant, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not much has changed for her around no, here. No. Uh, but Gwen is kind of like playing along. Uh, she says, yeah. you know, Morgana's kind of saying like, oh, I had no idea it was going to be this difficult being queen. And Gwen's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I'm pretty, pretty down with the knights. Like, they all know me. So, like, maybe yeah. I can go and, and talk to them. And Morgana at first is like, oh, I'm surprised you want to help me. And she's like, Uther killed my father, homie. Like, this is. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Like, oh, they tried to have me yeah. executed earlier this season. And she's like, oh, I mean, last season. Sorry, Morgana. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you okay. mean season? I don't understand. <laughs> t- t- explain it to me in, uh, explain it to me in zine format. Yeah. I need that. I need you that. Put that in zine format and have it on my desk tomorrow morning. Um, oh, now now she's like, everybody is forced to read Morgana's zines, but she's, queen, she's yeah. creatively bankrupt now because power will do that to you. Yep. And mm-hmm. all she just is, she's getting other people to do it for her and slapping her own name on there. She's like, sort of like, she's entering her Cruella Deville era. Do you remember uh, when Twitter was just getting started and there was that uh, par- that Twitter account that was just shit my dad says? Yeah, and then yeah. um, it was it was really funny, like because it was just oh my dad's my 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 old boomer dad before we really yeah, had yeah. the word boomer was saying something funny, and then it got turned into a CBS TV show, and then it just mm-hmm. lost all credibility and funny entirely. Like how that's did that happened. How, ha- how, <laughs> how did you go from Twitter to fucking TV show number one? But number two, I feel like that's what's happening with Morgana Zine right now. Who it's bought like, <laughs> who bought the shit? My dad says IP. Who bought that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then they couldn't even like they they named it like blank. My dad says or something like they wouldn't even let up Dumb. and actually say the Dumb. words. But yeah, this is this is Morgana right now. Power yes. has mm-hmm. diluted her creativity. She needed that hustle. She needed that struggle, yep. as we mm-hmm. all sort of do, you know, in order to create uh, good. Th- you know, a happy person doesn't make good good art. I'm that's sorry, a, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. <laughs> Can we get Robert Smith's opinion on that? Robert, from the curious perspective, Hello. have you have you ever been mm. um, happy and making art at the same time? Because you're kind of, of a course wife. not. Oh, I thought you were kind of a wife guy. Aren't you in a very happy relationship with oh, your wife? Oh, yes, I am. With Mary, my wife, my long-term we, wife. Yes. Yeah, but so are you? Are you saying that that relationship makes you sad, and that's what produces good music, or what do you? No. Um. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Robert. We're going to check in with you later if we have any other questions with you. Okay. I immediately dropped it. Anyway, anyway, back, we're going Gwen back is to like, the yeah, cave. he killed my dad, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. still mad about it. So let's have a little arrangement made between me and Leon, and we'll get to talking because the knights used to hang out outside my house trying to court me. Okay. So uh, let's, you know, we're going to go back to the cave where Merlin and Gaius um, have written a letter to Lancelot, which seems like the least effective way to get in touch with Lancelot. I feel like if you yeah. just threw a smoke signal up in the air of of like a fucking Camelot banner, he'd come running. But like a letter yeah. is not. Um, yeah. And then Gaius lays down some cup lore. So we're the the army was created by this this fancy cup, the cup of life. And he says that in the past, 
uh, the army was able to be defeated when the cup was empty. So Merlin's like, well, that seems simple. Like, let me, let me mm-hmm. just do that. Um, meanwhile, Gwen brings Leon some food in his jail cell. Uh, and when he realizes that she's from Morgana, he starts spitting out the food and she's like, yeah, yeah, Damn, just, not, not, not for real. No, no, with Morgana, just like yeah. fake. Um, and of course she's gonna help him escape but uh unfortunately morgana and morgos is are watching from on high and they they have they figured out like oh if we let gwen let leon loose they will run directly to where arthur is and that's going to give away his position and that'd be like Mm -hmm. the easiest thing to do in the world morgana immediately is like let's let's kill this chick let's get her dead now and morgos is like morgana you can gotta you, chill can you chill just a little bit i mean we don't have to kill every single person publicly like this yeah. is let's get a little ridiculous uh um, meanwhile merlin brings out the fisher king's present which is like this vial of of, of liquid that i had totally forgotten about from the previous yeah. episodes uh and tells gaius like oh this is you know this dude told me that i would need this in camelot's darkest hour and Gaius is like, how? And Merlin's like, I don't know. I'm probably just going to break it when I drop it later in the I'm episode. I'm probably just going to smash it. I'm probably just going to smash it with a hammer and see what happens and see if that, that's the thing. And um, I but, haven't had ham in weeks, Gaius. I'm really starting to crumble. <laughs> Dude, I'm... Man, Chris, I bought some bad ham last week. I'm really disappointed in the ham I no. bought. Yeah, no. Yeah. Was it a bad Christmas ham? It wasn't a Christmas ham. We were our plan was to do brunch on Christmas morning, uh, and it was just going to be me, Autumn, and Mark. So we just I just bought like a little bitty like prepackaged kind of ham, honey mm-hmm. ham situation because she was going to make like croque madames. And I'm sure if I'd put this with bread and gravy and everything else, it would have been tasty. But like we didn't end up having brunch that 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 morning. So like later in the day, I'm like, let me just slice off the piece of ham and let me just yeah. get a little bit. Yeah. And it was bad ham. It was just not good ham. Uh, and I'm like, oh man, disappointing. Very disappointing. Anyway, so now so you can relate to the situation that Merlin is in right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's he's me and him are both deprived of ham over the holidays. Uh, we jump back over to the castle where Morgana is asking Gwen about Leon, and Gwen just lies and is like, "Oh, I'm I'm in it to win it. I've got all of this information." Uh, unfortunately, you know Morgana knows everything, and she pours a a potion into a wine glass and forces Gwen to drink it as a toast as they celebrate to friendship and loyalty. Uh, mm. And which is you know pretty good. I like that. You know, yeah. making her yeah, pretty good. It's fun. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. I called when we started this. We first recorded this uh, when we entered that scene of Morgana and Gwen talking to each other. I said, "Speaking of rats," yep. And mm-hmm. um, and I meant Morgana somehow, but now I sort of feel like I'm on Morgana's side, and I meant Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> you like Morgana better? I don't I know. It... I just feel like as a hater, I feel like I have to be on Team Morgana. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Anyway. We get a a, um, a brief scene of Merlin who is getting nowhere with the with the mysterious. What's he liquid. doing? Is he tinkering? Is he's Merlin just tinkering he's just trying to bit? tinker a little bit with the, this water. I don't know. I feel like he's just going through the menus in a Dark Soul game, going like, "Did I mm-hmm. miss a mm-hmm. key or something? Like, is there an yep. item that I can use to break this open? <laughs> do I need to do more dialogue with it with with somebody? I don't I don't know." Yeah. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Gwen breaks into what I assume is Morgoza's room and uh, uses the old fashioned method of pushing a key into clay. Uh, to make an impression of it, uh, and then I, just... I assume this of every bedroom they go into, but I assumed yes, this is Morgos's room, and uh-huh. and this was previously Arthur's bedroom. Okay, again, yes. I really don't. I don't think I have anything to back that up. I just assumed it, and in my head, that's true. 
Morgos moved in. She was like, "No, I'm taking the fucking prince's yeah, room." Yeah, I, I am the. Pr- I can't take the queen. I can't take the king's. This room. place has its own bathroom. Yeah, it comes with Merlin, and I like that guy. <laughs> he's been bad, but I like that guy. He's troublesome, but you know, he's he's wily. I like that about him. He's a tinkerer. He's a tinkerer. He loves to tinker. Uh, she makes the impression. We see Morgos hiding behind the curtains. Still cannot believe we Dude. made that joke in the first episode, and Dude. it's just paid off in fucking dividends. I had forgotten I... how often that it fucking happens. Months before. We we released this podcast i posted a, an image in the discord and i said a this is a preview for the for the show that we're going to be covering on the next podcast and it was just a picture of a person hiding behind a curtain and nobody reacted <laughs> to it no no nothing at all no no response whatsoever and now that's come that's come through in a way that that i think p- people should have been able to guess it because there's so many people hiding behind so many curtains in this show that's just very funny um, we get a scene of Gwen pouring liquid metal into the mold she made, reminding us all that uh, her daddy was a was a blacksmith. So she she just has these powers innate, uh, no training yeah. necessary. She just she can no. just do this. Um, Merlin wakes up uh, and is distracted by Gwen and his urinary habits. Gwen likes to announce when he pees and when he comes back mm-hmm. from peeing, when he goes outside to squat, and when he comes back inside <laughs> from squatting. Uh, and it's very distracting I didn't to everybody. Hey, hey, hey Gwen, I don't we don't you could just come into the room, my man. You could just come hey, in and si- you could just come sit down and just like not talk about your your, your urine. I don't need to hear anything you about it. You tinkering over there? I just did a tinkle outside. I don't Gwen Gwen <laughs> <laughs> Tinker Tinkle Soldier Spy. That's I love it. Merlin's yeah, that's, novel. that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh anyway. I just uh, assume that Gwen is drunk still. Of course. I don't know if he's half asleep, but in my mind, as I'm remembering this episode, Gwen is they're in this cave locked away. But Gwen was like, "No, nah, I'm like, I'm getting drunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm bringing yeah. booze." I, it's a it's a parade day for uh, Gwen. Yeah. He's like, "If you're yeah. gonna stay drunk all day, you gotta start early. Let's get it, dudes." Merlin <laughs> <laughs> uh, is so distracted that he drops his doodad, uh, causing. Did you the- call it a doodad in your notes? I didn't. No, I think it's just his drops Because I called water. it a doodad in my notes. It is It is very much a doodad. <laughs> and um, I don't. I just think that that's funny. Is that Merlin accidentally breaks his doodad. Is yep. what I just read in my That's very funny. <laughs> uh, he breaks it. The water spills out. Um, it shines as it starts to flow mm. into a pool. And a woman's face appears. And this is Freya. Dude. Merlin's uh, on-again, off-again GF, uh, who Merlin saved. Uh, and then occasionally turns into a weird monster and slaughters a bunch of people and then sure, disappears. Yeah. So that's, you know, complicated relationship on Facebook. But, you know, they're 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 bros. They're down. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah, they're going to help each other. I, I was happy to, to see this for some mm-hmm. reason. I never, like, it's not like I shipped them or whatever. But the look on Merlin's face as he looks at her, the the mix, mixture of, like, he's so happy to see her and so happy for the help. And then so sad because he realizes he's not going to see her again. Um, he just kills it. My little man's just killing it over here. Yeah. Uh, she explains like, "Hey, there's only one weapon that will slay an immortal army, and your dumbass threw it in the bottom of Lake Avalon. Now you have to go get it. Uh, but fortunately, my arm is in Lake Avalon, so if you come yeah. by, I'll just shoot my arm up and get, hand you the sword. Just uh, the arm, he asks, and then she vanishes. <laughs> she just leaves. Once again, Gwen announces that he's going to pee, and then when he yeah. turns back around from that, she has just disappeared. Um, time. D- stop it, Gwen. I don't we don't need to know. We don't <laughs> care. Don't no, absolutely not. Um we go to the lake uh and through a, a blue light filter <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. we go to the dragon clearing where uh Merlin summons the dragon who was like, Homie, I am not a fucking Uber. Like I I do not this is not like I have dragon shit to do and he's like, uh, eh, you know, 
maybe you could just this once. Um, yeah. And they fly. Tw- Dude, there's this little exchange that for some reason got me like hyped uh-huh. where um, Merlin is like, oh, so what do you want Morgana to win? And he's like, the dragon says my allegiance has never been with Mor- Morgana. <laughs> uh, and then Merlin says, but is it with me? And then he says, yes, young warlock, it is with you. And there's like this little <laughs> smile on the dr- this creepy dragon's face. And then they fly off together. <laughs> They fly off together. We get some incredible CGI of, uh, which looks about as good as the House of the Dragon finale, in my opinion. Yeah. like it looks yeah. about they've, the same. They've had a complicated relationship these two, but I do like that that Merlin is friends with the dragon now. Also, I just want to mention that they are uh, twenty leagues from Lake Avalon, yeah. Uh, yeah. which I looked up on Google. It is sixty miles, which I drive. I drove sixty miles this morning. So, like, That's... <laughs> <laughs> to the grocery store. <laughs> well, I had to. There was I had errands to run, so I drove all over town I see. this morning. I see. Um, that's how far Jess and I live from each other. <laughs> 60 miles. The dragon's like, I can't carry you 20 leagues. And Portland's like, yeah. why not? You're a dragon. This should be pretty You're easy dragon, for you. Um, um, I didn't think Lake Avalon was that far away because it feels like Berlin just sort of like rides his bike down there like twice a week. Uh, dude, no, dude. Apparently he's driving. He's he's biking over there 60 miles. That's some Stephen King like 1950s yeah. kid stuff right there. It's, yeah, it's for not sure. taking your bike that long. Uh the dragon warns Merlin once again that the sword could be used for evil and makes a promise to hide the sword after they're done, which, of course, Merlin agrees to. Uh, he looks over the lake, finds a small canoe, and uses the classic... Fa- it, I don't know if it's your favorite, Chris, but it's one of my favorite Merlin spells, the boat go spell, mm-hmm. the motor mm-hmm. spell, where he just says a word, <laughs> yep. and that, and that yep. boat just goes... Grrr. Just does like a little zoomy across Why? the water. He's not, he's not going too fast or nothing. He's just, just like... You know, when we, when we talk about Merlin, one of the themes is... Uh, that the show has presented so far is how magic has a corrupting effect on the people that use it for power. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just feel mm-hmm. like, like you can contrast that dude who wanted to win the tournament to be famous uh, with Berlin says boat go burr and realize boat like what, burr, yeah. <laughs> what the difference in magic is like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Merlin is very mm-hmm. casual with his like, Oh, I need to get my boat over there and I'm lazy <laughs> versus I'm going to win the tournament. This is how magic should be used. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he, he motors over to the center of the lake. Uh, the uh, a a in a gold and silver display. The mm. sword is raised by some random hand, uh, which is extremely cool. This is amazing. Yeah. I love this. Uh, this is this is very hype. This is this is every single King Arthur like. This mythology. is what we do it for. This, this, is, the, this, this is, is what it's all about. This is what we do it for. Uh, we cut over to Gwen back in Camelot, carrying some laundry through the streets, where she trips. Uh, and using something that I'd, I find this whole thing very fascinating because we've often talked about how they have positioned the jail cells in Camelot so that you can see out into the square so you can see your friends being executed. And I just like the fact that they're using this for Gwen so she like pretends to trip and then drops the newly made key down to Leon. Yeah. Um, just very, very funny. It's just very yeah, hilarious. This is uh, really just not... This is just un- it's unsafe, I think, for your for, if you want your prisoners to stay prisoners to, to give them street access. Yeah, you should probably shouldn't have a window to the street. Like it's not designed. Also, if well. it rains, does it just flood in there? Oh yeah, I guess yeah, that's a, not really a, a concern. But God, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. For, it sucks to be a prisoner in Camelot for a lot of reasons. Most of the time, because you get executed almost immediately. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 That night, the alarm bell goes off. Uh, Leon shows up at Gwen's house. Gwen has prepared a dress for him to wear uh, to uh, basically hide their identities from, um, I guess, any guards uh, looking for a man and a woman. Uh, Of course, Morgos and Morgana are watching all of this from the castle, and Morgos cast a spell. uh, And because of the potion that Gwen drank earlier, she leaves a golden trail behind her as she she leaves. So, of course... That's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. Uh, we we are going to be tracked. We're going to be able to track them directly to Arthur, which is which is not super great. 
Um, we have a brief scene of Leon struggling to get out of his dress, which I feel like has played for laughs a little bit. And I, I don't know, man. Like I, I would also ha- struggle to get out of a dress. I think yeah. I've never had to yeah. do it before. Uh, as I mean, a huge man, I feel like I would, I would definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. Like especially a, if I'm wearing like a 17th century <laughs> Camelot dress, I, yeah, I'd struggle. Like I, I've watched a lot of period pieces. I, I struggled it, to get out of like my cardigan, and that's yeah, you know, that, on, absolutely. that on buttons. I had a situation with a jacket the other day in my car where I just got too hot and i was like i need to get out but i couldn't pull over anything because that wastes time so i had to right. do it while right, i was right, driving right. and i thought i was gonna die <laughs> <laughs> so i can only imagine what a you know you know second century dress would be yeah, um, yeah, yeah. back in the cave uh arthur sh- sees merlin lying down as he was talking to a pool of water and is like what are you doing you're just so hopeless uh but you're not hopeless at one thing, uh, because all of the things that you said to me earlier before you fed me rat really worked on me. Uh, you mm. and you you have inspired me to go and do the thing that I need to do. And uh, if I didn't know you, I'd be fooled into thinking that you were wise. And they kind of they kind of both look at each other, and then Merlin's like, "Nah," <laughs> like they're both like, no, "Let's let's not let's not." I don't think that this is a good thing. No, no, we don't need to get into this. Um, but then outside, they, they hear yelling, so they don't have to get into it. Absolutely, they run outside and they see. Um, that Gwen and Leon are there, and just as they are starting to have their happy little reunion, everybody's glad to see them. The uh, Morgosa's knights are upon them, or, or her soldiers. We can't call them knights. They they have no honor. They have no honor. They are not. These are not knights. These are not uh, our knights. Uh, the soldiers have found them. The immortal army has found them. Uh, Merlin runs to get Gaius, who is like, "No, homie, I'll just stay here." And Merlin's like, "Just fucking go, old man. That, yeah. This is not the time for self sacrifice." No, no, no. Uh, he runs and grabs the sword that he was hidden that, that was hidden. Uh, and when a soldier jumps and attacks him, uh, Merlin is able to cut the soldier, and he explodes. And Dude. one of the coolest things about this episode ever, which is Merlin has Some, a sword. Somebody that in the in, in the on the effects team, or they were trying to figure out how do we make this work i don't know if it's the writing room or whatever somebody goes oh they just sort of instantly crumple to the ground no 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 no. they explode they explode they they explode like a popped balloon and there's also like something weirdly um the sound effect of this is like weirdly like it's a classic like kind of almost tearing sound i don't know how to describe Mm, it but mm. it's it really reminds me of those old um what was the stop motion guy? Is it Harry Hausen? Uh, the, the like the old like Clash of the Titans with all of like yeah, the yeah, stop yeah, motion yeah. stuff. Like it reminds me of some of those kind of sound effects, and it has to be on purpose. Like they have to be calling back to oh, some yeah. of that stuff. Oh yeah, um, very very cool. I'm 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 into this. Uh, they the rest of the soldiers are chasing our our group, uh, and they go through a small little like um valley kind of thing uh when out of nowhere the path is blocked behind our people in between our team and the immortal army by this bunch of rocks that just fall down yeah uh arthur looks up and who is there but lancelot and a new friend Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a new buff just, guy. just a new buff dude uh which our discord i've always called arms i think our our discord has several different names for him uh this is percival uh mm-hmm. you might know percival from uh some you know the umbrella academy um he's he's he was, <laughs> i thought you meant like <laughs> you might know percival from arthurian lore no no i, I have no idea what <laughs> percival's deal is in the show but uh just the actor has showed up on a bunch of stuff that you you may right. know so uh, playing the same dude in in the Umbrella Academy. I know I know you're a uh, MCR fan, so you probably watched at least one episode of that. But did you did you watch any of that? I haven't seen it, but okay. I'm glad to know that he's still just being a silent buff guy. He's a silent buff dude who was uh, genetically engineered with an ape and then um, sent to <laughs> uh, live on the moon for an extended period of time. So 
don't, Gerard, what are you cooking don't, up don't, in there, don't, sir? Don't, don't, don't ask me. Ask Gerard. Ask Mr. Way. Wow. Did you see? There, there's a. Uh, there's this is so off topic. There was a video going around. I guess he showed up in the in the audience on a Sally Je- Sally Jesse Raphael. Show. Yeah, I saw that. I Isn't that crazy? That's so that is so him. Yeah. He's such a strange bird that that's just makes so much sense. Like sixteen year old Gerard Way being like, "Why are you blaming comics for violence? Yeah, I draw yeah. comics and I'm fine." And I'm like, "Dude, you look like a fucking leprechaun dude, right now." Like, I'd, dude, you're literally in MCR. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I I, I agree with your point but you look fucking weird on a sally on an sjr show i'm just saying you're not helping anybody's cause no right now, my friend. bring out stan lee if you want to talk about violence in comics jesus christ um so uh lancelot and percival are here gwen and lancelot share a bunch of looks they stare at each other a whole lot mm. um meanwhile morgana morgos go back to their favorite spot in camelot uh the the stained glass room uh, and Morgana is like, hey, I've got an idea. Let's just execute the remaining knights one by one. Yeah, fuck <laughs> like, this. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need them. Uh, we don't need anybody. We can just fuck them over immediately. Yeah. Um, Burn them all. It's fine. Meanwhile, the good guys have found an abandoned castle. Once again, I love the fact that we're just like maybe two leagues away from Camelot. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. here's an old mm-hmm. castle. Uh, Arthur says it belongs to the ancient kings. And I'm like, homie, they weren't ancient. They were just like, it was just 10 years ago. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we don't, I guess we don't know when it's from. We can, it's hard to tell um, how much time has passed based on the thickness of cobwebs. It can be done. There is a science to it, mm-hmm. but I'm not that guy. You know, I can't figure that out. But there's, there's, you know, there's dense cobwebs in here. So it's been at least a year. It's dense cobwebs, but none of the cloth looks rotted. So like it's it's yeah. it's in that Good observation. It's Good in observation. that it's in that midpoint. Um mm-hmm. and Arthur is like, "Hey everybody, go search for clues or something." Uh so we get kind of a montage of Gwen lighting some candles, Merlin lights a fire, Gwen finds some weapons, and then Arthur uh goes over to like the side of this room and as this 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 music t- starts to swell and I'll probably drop the tune in here because I love it so much and I love what they did with this because mm-hmm. this moment could have been like an overly bombastic like dun, 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 kind of thing but they just like very delicately layer this really really soft song on as he pulls the cloth away from a round table which of course like is a huge thing in Arthurian lore so this is the knights of the round this is Arthur in the right Arthur in the right table all that stuff uh, but just how clever and how restrained is it that they just were like here's the thing and not Here. here's the thing you know what i'm saying like it, it's yeah it, it it got me it got me a little emotional just just watching it and the music and and the reveal of it because I, I, I've talked about like Arthurian Laura a million times on this, right? But there's so many people who don't know anything about it. But you've probably heard of the Knights of the Round Table. That's probably a thing that any casual viewer yes. is going to have heard mm-hmm. of before. And to finally get the Round Table here, and they do it in just such a way that it doesn't—they don't shove it in your face. It's just—it's a discovery. It's as much a discovery for Arthur as it is for the audience, and it's so well done. And they—they um, they really nail all of that those those big milestones they do it again at the very end of this episode as well yeah they just they just get it right and arthur invites everybody to sit down with them there's just enough chairs for everybody there uh he says that this table used to belong to the ancient kings and it's round showing that everyone has equality in all things that this is the part that got me when he starts kind of talking about this almost yeah. as if he's like 
all of these things that he has been experiencing for the last three seasons and all of the help that Gwen has given him and that Merlin has given him and realizing like, hey, you shouldn't be just a shelfish prat. Like you should you should stand up for what you believe in. You should stand up for the little people. Like all of that coming to bear as he's like mm-hmm. figuring out we should have equality in all things. Um, and Arthur says, hey, I'm, I'm going to go rescue the king tomorrow. Will any of you help me? Uh, and uh, we go through the whole table Lancelot is first. He stands up and says, you taught me the value of being a knight to fight with honor. I believe in the world you, you will build. Um, Elian stands up and is, everyone's like, who, is, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Does anybody know where Elian came from? Uh, Elian says, you were willing to lay down your life for me. Uh, and that, that's enough. I'm here. Leon says, uh, there's no one I would rather die for. Uh, Gwen says, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Percival says, uh, am I allowed to speak? This seems uncomfortable. I don't really know yeah, you guys. We, do, we, did, we did talk about when, when he met Percival earlier. Um, he was like, oh, my prince or whatever. And Arthur's like, no, you just call me Arthur. And he's like so like honored by that. Like this dude just seems like he just met his celebrity. And this, like, her favorite celebrity <laughs> yeah. and celebrities being chill to him. Like, I think that's why Percival's like, yeah, your enemies are my enemies. I'm like, I'm in, dude. I'm in it for life because you were like chill. In he it. just seems like he's so chuffed to have met the prince. He's, he's extremely <laughs> chuffed. Uh, what he says is your enemies are my enemies. Uh, Gaius pipes up. Uh, if you need an old man, I'm here. Uh, Gwen looks at him and just says, you know the answer. Uh, and then there's Merlin. Last, Still but sitting. certainly not least, <laughs> uh, he is the only one sitting. Arthur has to kind of prod him, and of course, Merlin can't resist the can't resist the <laughs> moment for a joke. Says, "No, I don't really fancy it." Uh, and of course, it's very funny, and it's yeah, very says, cute. you don't have a choice, Merlin. But yeah, the way they smile at each other, that emotion. Oh, it's so beautiful, uh, man! It's so beautiful. Uh, he he wants to thank them, and he's going to do something that he knows Uther wouldn't approve of. Uh, and it's we hilarious get, that he doesn't knight Merlin. He doesn't knight Merlin. That's very. It it's doesn't. Very that thought does not even cross. It his doesn't even mind. like never never a single time. Like and I don't think it crosses Merlin's mind either, where he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely definitely not. I don't need uh, to be over there. Instead, he just knights uh, Lancelot, Gwen, Percival, Elian, and Gwyn. And Gwyn's like, I don't know how to use a sword. So he's like, you do now. <laughs> that's that's what comes with being a knight. He doesn't actually. Like Night Gwen, even no, though that would be no, super no. cool. He should have though. Um, but yeah, it's 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 great. It's um, a little hilarious that this is the first time we're meeting Percival, and I get that they were like, we just need one more guy. He'll be around next season. It's all right. Um, but it's still kind of funny. It is. It is a little bit funny. Um, he tells them that they can be be proud to fight because now they are the uh, members of the most noble army that the world has ever known. Um, and then we skip ahead a little bit uh, to that evening where Merlin and Lancelot are talking and Merlin is proud of Lancelot and says, you know, you finally did it. You finally managed to be at night. And Lancelot, like, but for how long? Like, we're probably going to die tomorrow. Yeah, going to die um, immediately. But thanks. Appreciate it. Lancelot wonders what Merlin is planning and Merlin like looks around like he, like my uncle when he's about to tell a racist joke like he literally checks the room is like is there is this gonna offend anybody over here I'm not yeah. sure I love that Lancelot is in on Merlin's secret that's always one of my favorite things about the relationship mm-hmm. because he of course he's he knows he's like Merlin I know you're doing something this isn't just you know, you got that look. You got that look like you're about to tell a racist joke. And I know you, Merlin, and I know that's not what you're going to do. No, no, you're going to do so something worse somehow. So that means that you, you, you have some plot. You're, you're, you're a tinkerer, Merlin, but you're also a wizard. <laughs> uh, and then off to the side, we see old man Gaius uh, listening in on this conversation. Um, and Merlin tells uh, Lancelot uh, about the cup of life and that he's planning on finding it and emptying in it, thus destroying the immortal army uh, once and for all. Uh, Lancelot is like, you know, that's not going to be that easy. And Merlin's like, yeah, I don't care. Um, yeah. 
And Lancelot has this moment where he says, you know, you're the one that Arthur should knight. You're the bravest of all, and he doesn't even know it. Uh, which is a really, like, just Lancelot recognizing uh, the mm-hmm. bravery of Merlin to be like, I'm going to go do this by myself. Uh, but, of course, Lancelot's not going to let him do that. He's like, no, no, we're going to do this together. I love Lancelot. You're just, you know, you're just a good guy, Lancelot. I just, if nobody else will say it, I'll be the first to say it. Lancelot, you are a good guy. <laughs> He's a good dude. Very handsome fellow as well. Uh, <laughs> Arthur has a plan. Uh, they're going to sneak in. Uh, and Lancelot immediately is like, hey, me and Merlin will go and take out the warning bell, uh, giving them the opportunity to sneak off and get the cup, of course. Because they're, they're trigger happy with that warning bell. They are the very... second that they hear like a, a box gets knocked over by a cat, they're ringing that fucking bell, dude. Unlike, uh, unlike Uther, who hears a warning bell and then tells somebody to go check it out instead of just assuming something bad has happened, which happened, yeah. I think, in season one, which is very funny. Um, Arthur tells Gwen to stay behind with Gaius to prepare for casualties, uh, and... The music swells as he he holds her back as she's about to leave. Uh, and she says, I watched you last night. You gave us hope. I watched the king that you will become. Uh, and, of course, they do they do a bunch of kisses on each other, um, which is how you say that now. I don't know if you know that, Chris. But do you do yeah, kisses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Robert Smith, do you do kisses on your wife? Is that something that you guys do? you guys do kisses on each other? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Oh, um, oh sorry. I thought you um <laughs> Yes. Um, uh, a thousand kisses deep, indeed. Sometimes oh, okay. me and my wife. A thousand marry. kisses. That's a lot of. Like, is that one time or is that over a week? Is that a. Is well, that a... that's a, usually it's on Friday. Oh. Because Friday, I'm in love. <laughs> I walked right into that one, Robert Smith. Thank you. Uh, go sit down. We'll call you back when Chris's voice gets tired again. It, it would be easier if I just did the whole podcast. No, like no, this. it's I, actually I, quite comfortable. I don't. For me. We don't. I, I prefer Chris to you right now, Robert. Just go sit down. We'll, All righty, we'll, we'll call um, you. We'll call yeah, you. Yeah, dude, need. they're just kissing on each other in front of everybody, mm-hmm. and Lancelot is like, "Wow, another L for me to take." <laughs> yeah, it's bad enough that my initial is L. Now you guys have to go and just really rub it in. Um, Couldn't be a knight until now. Couldn't uh, enter Camelot until now. <laughs> Couldn't have a girlfriend. And that's never going to happen. Gonna happen. Uh, Gaius warns Merlin to be careful. Uh, Merlin's like, hey, I've got no choice but to do this. And Gaius is like, I remember the, the bumbling idiot that came into my lab years ago. And Merlin's like, hey, can you just, I'm about to sacrifice myself for something here. <laughs> yeah. Can you not call me a bumbling idiot, please? Um, Team Roundtable, which is what I'm calling them now. Team Roundtable. Sure. I, think that's, I think that's appropriate. Uh, approaches yeah. the, the castle in Camelot. Uh, Gwyn back at the ancient castle uh, is looking for Gaius. He's nowhere to be found. Fucking Gaius always split at the last minute. Uh, Lancelot and Merlin go for the bell, sneaking through hallways. Classic Merlin sneaking. uh, When Merlin like senses the magic of the cup uh, and starts directing Lancelot to it. Uh, But they run into a guard. And of course, Lancelot like jumps in front to fight, but it's Merlin who lands the killing blow, exploding this dude using the sword's power. And Lancelot is like, uh, I think I should have that sword, please. (laughs) If if it were me, I'd be (laughs) handing that sword to Lancelot, who is a proven swordsman. (laughs) Like if you're going to get like down into the mechanics of an RPG party, right? Like you've got, you've got a sorcerer who probably doesn't need a magic sword. Like you, but then you got a melee guy who could definitely use a melee, like a a magic sword that blows up there yeah. the people like that would be it seems no brainer to me chris i don't know how you you build your parties out but that's how i would do it merlin's never he's he's a tinkerer but he's not a gamer and it's starting to show here he's never played dragon age inquisition he just doesn't know how to do the party assembly he doesn't know dude um Gwen baits some more guards they, they in the team roundtable puts them in jail instead of having to kill them which is kind of smart i think um they charge the guards in the jail cells uh elian gets hurt and um 
Arthur uh, is able to get the keys from one of the knights uh, or one of the soldiers and tosses the keys to the knights so that they can free themselves. Uh, meanwhile, Lancelot and Merlin have to kill more guards before they eventually lock themselves into a room, uh, look at each other, smile, because this has been like a pretty intense process, uh, and then realize like, oh, there's six more guards in this room we just, just yeah. looked at. We just <laughs> ourselves These guys are, are like, are lined up, they're hard styling, they're all there, they're ready, dude. This and, is not the crew that you want to walk in on. And we're kind of blitzing through this, uh, but it's important to, I think, take a moment and realize like the amount of tension that's building up as all of these different oh, yeah. things are playing up and the music is going crazy and you just don't really know what's going to happen. Um, it's so much fun. Like, it's so exciting. Yeah. This is um, easily one of my favorite episodes of Merlin. Like, everything about it is just is kicking off. And it's because it's, you know, they're not doing that episodic thing. They're, this is a straight continuation from last episode, and it kicks butt. It kicks ass. Uh, Arthur finds Uther, uh, who is just totally shell-shocked, uh, and just mm. starts apologizing immediately, which is not like what you... Because we just saw that dude win a tournament. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll have to. <laughs> uh, we, we he should be like able to at least help a little bit, but no, he's 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 just fucking mind wiped basically. Uh, Arthur's group is beginning to be overrun by immortal soldiers. Lancelot is struck down. Percival, out of nowhere, just just roars like ah! <laughs> I really love it. Uh, the warning bell goes off, and Arthur's like, "What the fuck are those two doing?" Um, meanwhile, Merlin saves Lancelot and manages to explode the last guard. He races for the cup, but who shows up but more ghosts, flinging him to the wall. Uh, we see more guards die for Arthur to try to fight to try to fight him. Um, Arthur, no, excuse me, Percival screams out, "If we're gonna go down, we'll go down fighting for the love of Camelot." And everyone looks at him. It's like, dude, you've been here for like two seconds. <laughs> you yeah, don't even. You don't even. You, dude, yeah. you don't even go here. You don't even know the steakhouse down in the common area, man. You yeah. don't even know how to order a steak sandwich. Like, you, you can't don't even say know. that you're from Camelot until you've eaten at the steaks. You, at the steak you just house, don't. Okay? You just, just don't know until you buy me four rounds at the tavern. I don't even. I don't even think you're from. You don't even get a cape until you. Until That's you go how you earn rounds. your citizenship. <laughs> um. Morgos is about to kill, in my notes I wrote Morgos again, she's about to kill herself, but no, she's about to yeah. kill Merlin, uh, when who shows up but old man Gaius, uh, Dude, who, what? out of nowhere, uses his own magic to fling her back, uh, distracting her long enough for Merlin to then fling her into a wall, grab his sword, slams down the cup, the blood dripping out, all of the guards everywhere explode, Morgana shows up in the hall, finds her sister, screams. Uh, mm. She begins weeping over her dead sister. Uh, Merlin, never the one to let the chance for a last word to, to get by, says, it's over, Morgana. And Morgana says, no, this is just begun. And as she cries and screams over her sister, the screams get louder and louder, bringing down, vibrating throughout the castle, bringing rocks down yeah. on top of everybody. Her screams turn into like these unearthly screams that are just bone chilling and amazing. Absolutely just fantastic. I love all of yeah. this. Not not to be dramatic, but it's pretty epic. I don't I don't like as 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 people who play video games that, that don't identify as gamers. I uh, don't like uh -huh. to use the word epic a whole lot, but this is truly sure. an epic moment of just her <laughs> screaming her grief using just raw magic power to try to bring down this castle around them. Uh as Gaius and Merlin grab Lancelot, race out. Uh Arthur um is trying to find trying to get a, you know, trying to look at Uther and Uther is just kind of completely broken. 
Um, they've lost Gwen, and for a moment you're like, oh, did Gwen die? But no, he just steps out. He's like, hey, I got a beer. <laughs> We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, Sir Gwen to you. <laughs> and this is pretty much, yeah, <laughs> that's fucking Sir Gwen, you motherfucker. Don't you forget it. <laughs> 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 what did you say about my mother? <laughs> Says Percival. <laughs> Boy, we we both sound really healthy, huh? Couple cough. I'm sorry. It keeps I keep getting a tickle in my throat. And I can't keep the cough back. It's all good. I'm a uh, I'm marking. You Robert's see- back though. Oh no, Robert. <laughs> do you have a Do you have an opinion on on Morgana's sister dying and the grief that she she's having over it? Yes, indeed. It's quite. Um, I'd write a song about that. What would you What would you call the song? I'm just just curious. I'd, what would you? Uh, I'd call it. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any songs at the moment. Oh, um, that's a bummer. I'd, uh, I'd call it. Uh, <laughs> Yep. To wish uh-huh. impossible things. Oh, that's a really good attack. Assuming that like she can't bring her sister back as much as she wishes yes. to, right? Like the mm. grief is, to wish is... Im- you're right. To wish that's what I say thing. about my wife. What what's what's wrong with your wife? What what impossible thing? I thought you guys were very In this happy next together. Scene. <laughs> Robert, I need you to sit down. Moving I need on. you to bring, I need you to bring Chris back. You got, this is your third attempt at co-opting this podcast from Chris, and I will not have it. You were a guest only. You're not a host. I'm sorry. Um, so we won, dude. Everybody that- wins. Mor- mm-hmm. I, Morgana, you know, she tore down the house, literally. Um, but the next the next thing we see is just like Arthur and Merlin sitting on the steps outside, talking to each other and, and yucking it up. And, and Arthur's like, hey, brother, um, I, I want you to remember that I didn't knight you and that you do still need to clean my boots. <laughs> yeah, but I talked about all of that equality stuff that uh, did not include you at all. I just want you to know, and I think you do know this, that doesn't apply to you. Yes, um, 100%. But they, I mean, jokes aside, they... They Arthur starts to talk about his father and how Uther this is this has hit him hard. He's not doing well. And Merlin says, Hey, well maybe it's time for you to 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 step up. It's time for you to become king. Um and just then before there's any sort of further conversation with that, Gwen returns, she's with the knights. There's a little bit of slow-mo action in my head. I don't know if it's on screen, but it's in my head. Uh, and the new knights of the round table have arrived. They got their capes on. Everybody's looking good. Gwen hops off her horse. She comes over and kisses Arthur right in the courtyard for everyone to see. This in the is no middle of the square. This is, this is just for anybody. Yeah. Like any, any yeah. random peasant could come up and see this. And just impossible. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're they're gonna give Merlin the wrong idea, you know. He's gonna start thinking that he gets to date a noble person. Nope, nope, not at all, Merlin. I'm sorry, you were a servant, and you were always going to be a servant. Um, and Lancelot's just sitting there, like, hmm. Hmm. we uh hmm. we skip to the lab where Gaius and Merlin are talking over dinner. Uh, Morgana and Morgos both have mysteriously disappeared. They were not able to find the bodies, uh, and Gaius gives uh, Merlin. Um, something he rarely gets, which is just a congratulatory pat on the back. A well done. Yeah. Uh, and then Merlin's like, oh shit, I still have one more job. Uh, and as we hear the dragon speaking, his warning about the sword and having it fall into evil hands, we see Merlin in the woods in front of a enormous smooth stone. And as he uses his magic to place the sword in the stone, lock it in place until someone worthy, um, like Thor could come and, no, is that the, is that the same? That's the same thing. Uh, like Thor can come and, and, and pull the sword out of the stone. Um, we we alluded to this earlier that this is one of those moments that they could have just gone hardcore bombastic with, and instead I think it's done. Even though it's done with like kind of some pop and circumstance, it's not like Gah! kind of thing. Like it's 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 just very. It's exactly the moment you want to see, and it's there's very a single beam done. of sunlight falling through the trees, landing oh, on the sword, dude. This is like this is what I get out of bed for every day. You know what I mean? It's shit like this. I'm uh, I'm really struggling because. Uh, 
as, as a as a child as a as a, as a as a solo child for a lot of my life um i don't have very good memories of my childhood i don't i don't know if those mm. two are related but i kind of feel like they are um i don't know if this is like triggers like me reading Arthurian stuff as a kid or if this is just me getting to the um mysterious forest to get to the master sword the first time and like it to the does past. this reminded me of the of, of zelda big yeah, time yeah um, and, I, and i know zelda is referencing this stuff and this stuff sure it, everything becomes a cyclical thing but like i feel like my first exposure to like the sword in the stone with the beam of sunlight was actually zelda <laughs> so yeah <laughs> hey wait, zelda does it very well it does yeah um, seriously and, and so does merlin i'm it's so they just they get it right. They just they nailed it and you love to see it. They got the, the round table right and they got the sword in the stone right. I mean they even got the sword in the lake right. Yeah. Uh, they didn't yeah. they didn't overdo it too much. It's all it's all good. Uh what a great episode. What a great finale for season three. Uh my memories from this point forward are kind of weird because I I watched all of these episodes and pretty quickly. Um I, I smashed them pretty fast and I and it was during COVID, so I don't have a lot of like clear distinction between mm. any of the episodes. Mm. I remember for me this being kind of the high point of Merlin of just like not necessarily that the rest of the episodes are bad or or even like quote unquote worse just that this hits all of these highs this mm-hmm. this hits everything you want from an episode of uh Merlin with Arthur and the knights and the magic and the 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 mythology and everything comes to this huge climax um also Percival is there and it just works <laughs> and it just it just all wraps up into just a beautiful little package that I, I feel like this might be the episode of Merlin that is is the best yeah this is uh this this one takes takes the cake takes the crown it's yes. a great episode and it, it's been a fantastic season overall i think each season has been better than the last so far yes i'm excited to see that budget increase in season four i've Ooh. seen a handful of episodes in season four and i've seen like one major thing and i can't remember like if that's the second episode or if it's you know five episodes in or something but it's no longer on netflix so i can't check which episodes i've watched but uh, I'm very excited to see to see where this goes. By the time we're at least halfway through season four, I'm going to be in in uh, unexplored territory. That's exciting. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind of with you. Like even though I've seen them, um, as we have talked about a lot, like even with Supernatural and other stuff that we've covered, like watching stuff in a binge is much different than watching an episode or two per week and then talking about it for 45 minutes to an hour with your buds. So like it's going right. to be it's going to be interesting to see how this stuff pieces together versus just I'm on the couch and watching eight episodes of yeah. <laughs> Merlin in yeah, one yeah. day. So Right. Um I guess that's it. Thank you everybody for bearing through bearing with us through through sickness and in health. Mm. We appreciate that. Uh thank you to our guest Robert Smith. Robert, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have any new albums coming out? Do you have some stuff um, that you want to no talk about? No new albums. Listen to Disintegration. I think it's my best album. Do you wanna are you on Twitter still nowadays? Do you wanna post your Twitter link? I think or? Robert Smith is on Twitter actually. Okay. Do you wanna I mean that's <laughs> I don't know. That is you. So do you wanna do you wanna put do you have do you have a co host link or do you have a hive link that um, you wanna that's some some new social media network? Go to uh the cure. The cure dot dot com okay i'll we'll put that in the show notes thank you again to, for robert smith for for guesting if you like this podcast Hello. and want to note robert that's enough you, you don't say anything anymore um this, All right. hey, robert that's yeah, i don't need any more responses from you uh if you like this podcast and want to support us you can go to patreon.com slash monster of the week you can get episodes of this podcast early you can join our discord and talk about things like uh what's robert smith's favorite cure album robert that's not a cue for you to talk please don't very good thank you robert we'll be back next week with season four of merlin Merlin.
always scare me like i, I know. know i'm in the chat i know what's coming maybe i'll give it a second oh no my voice sounds so bad i sound like i'm going through puberty you like i smoke cigarettes you sound uh you sound pretty rough my friend i You're... was just doing my mic check and i and my voice cracked it's doing it right now maybe after i have not i haven't opened my mouth all day except to cough i feel okay but i don't sound okay um I sound shitty i might look shitty i have a shitty personality but i am okay um so hopefully in 10 minutes this will be better and not worse i made tea and i have cough drops what makes you think you have a shitty personality um well i feel like there's at least 300 episodes of podcasts that prove it <laughs> i don't think that that's true i think most people would say that you have a pretty nice personality <coughs> oh boy here we go oh you're uh you've got you got it my friend i know i know those coughs i'm very familiar with them <laughs> we're going we're gonna do a little, a little uh what are these called? Hey, bud. What are these called? What are these things called? Podcasts. <laughs> these are called what? Uh, uh, cough drops. That's what I'm referring to. These cough drops. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm more fucked up than I thought I was. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I'll do a voice. Oh, that sounds even worse. Oh, All yeah, right. that's good. That's good. Just let's just give it a couple minutes. Let's just give it. A yeah, fuck! We'll just... It sounds so bad. It keeps like squeaking. It does. Um. It's it's intense. I, are you if, if you're not feeling up to this, we can just delay. It's no big mm. deal. I had COVID mm. and we couldn't podcast. Mm. And then, well, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't want it to be a really terrible listening experience because nobody mm. wants to listen to this. Um, so let's just chat for a few. We'll see how it goes. Okay. And if it's not getting better, then we can call it off. That's totally fine with me. I'm good. Oh, this is so annoying. I um. We haven't talked about video games in a while. Do you, do you, do you play, I barely. I don't even. Do you play know video if games? You're a gamer. <laughs> do you play video games anymore? What have I played? I've been playing Elden Ring a lot, honestly. Nice. Um, I finally started like a completely fresh playthrough. Okay. Since I realized I was a fake gamer, seeing everybody's like Sony year end play times for Elden Ring, and everybody has like you know three hundred and fifty hours. I thought I was tough cheese. I got the platinum. I had one hundred and eighty hours, um, and I. I just realized there's just so much I don't remember about the video game. There's so much I don't know about the video game. I'm pretty sure I skipped uh, Volcano Manor, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I skipped that on at least two of my playthroughs. Nice. <laughs> I just was like, eh, I'm good. Not going over there. Don't need so this anymore. So there's just so much that I've, that I've forgotten. It's um, I played a lot of that game right at release, obviously. And um, it's... Even going through starting from scratch and like finding new stuff that I'd never seen before and all that stuff, it's just intense. It's just a lot. It's, it's a it's a it's, whole yeah. lot of video game. It's a lot of video game. I've been doing a um oh god my voice. I've been doing a bleed build, yeah. which I had done like a katana build, but I hadn't really specifically been going for for like the bleed proc or anything. I just thought katanas were cool, so I wanted to play with them. Um, <laughs> I have um. 
what's his name? Reduvia's blood blade or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. That thing's fucking tight, dude. I'm just sending waves of blood at people. It's pretty sick. It's pretty dope. I love that thing. Um, it's awesome. But other than that, I don't. What, what have I been playing? Um, I played a little bit of Harvestella. You know that game? Tell me about it. It was like Square Enix's Final Fantasy farming game. Okay. And there was this like wave of of games that they announced that for like the night they announced them, I was like, "This is sick." Square's doing all these cool games. And then all the games came out, and I was like, "These all look so stupid. Uh, I'm not playing these." Uh, Valkyrie Elysium was one of those games that I I eventually got because I was on sale and I had a gift card. And I was like, I just want to play a new game. So I tried this Valkyrie Elysium game. Felt like a PS2 game. I put 50 hours into it and got the platinum. Um, <laughs> had a great time. So then I got Harvestella for the Switch, which is very much Final Fantasy meets farming game. Uh, kind of really digging it. Honestly, genuinely really digging it. it These sounds, are low budget, yeah. very middle tier games. I'm I'm eating them up. It sounds but other than that, I haven't really tried anything pretty much new. Exactly what think. you want. Like that 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 seems like Chris all over, to be honest yeah. with you. Oh yeah. So um I've been playing hearing people talk about vampire survivors a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's plural or singular survivor. I had an image of what that game was in my head, and I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty disappointed what I saw what it looked like. I thought it was like like the vampire masquerade thing. <laughs> no, no. It's not. <laughs> uh, and it's funny because I remember hearing about this game a long time ago because uh Will was recommending it to Gary and he was like, I'm gonna say vampire survivors and you're gonna think it's like a um uh, like a what's the like the the long winter not the long winter what's the game that you play all the time is the it long, long dark long dark or uh, don't starve like it's a survival video game right mm. um, and it's it's not that at all <laughs> it's not that in the least it uh it's really weird because you don't press a whole lot of buttons in this video game it's barely a video game in fact I think you could like it sounds like a lot of JRPGs I've played. <laughs> it's, I mean, I think it's less of it's less button pressing in J, than JRPGs because there's not very little dialogue to press A through, mm-hmm. so you're not even pressing A through that. Um, you you start out as a dude, and there's a bunch of different dudes to start out with that range from dudes to women, dudes to dogs to bosses dog to from dog dudes to all kinds of people. Uh, they all have different little starting bonuses and starting weapons. Um, and you're just a guy on a field and your weapon, whatever it is, shoots out automatically. So like the main guy you start out with starts with the whip. So if you could just picture a little like coming out of the dude in front of him. Right. Yeah. yeah, Uh, and then you, you kill some things. It drops little blue experience gems and you level up and your level up. Every time you level up, you're presented with an option of upgrades and it can be either an upgrade to an existing weapon. It can be a new weapon up to six um, or it could be a new item also up to six or it could be an upgrade to a previously item that you got so you can carry around like 12 things so you know your second level of your whip like it goes not only now it doesn't not go it doesn't go forward and now it goes backwards uh, mm-hmm. and then the third upgrade like oh maybe it goes maybe we add a different projectile so now it's going two forward and two backwards and then maybe we get the wings and we can walk 10 percent faster so now we're hauling ass around the stage and the the whole thing is very, very 8-bit. 
Mm-hmm. You're looking down. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. Yeah, yeah. It looks it, like if you looked at it, I think you'd be like, "Well, this is kind of looks like is garbage." This, <laughs> is this game just free? Like I'm looking at it on iOS. It's, it's free on iOS just... right now. Yeah, uh, it's free well, on Game Pass. Uh, I got which... no reason to not download it. I, I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. I really did not like it on iOS uh, and compared to playing it with the controller. But that's my personal well, experience. I know lots of people are, are really loving it, so I, I don't know. Um, the but the thing that the, the thing that gets you is that you know every game is thirty minutes long. There's waves of enemies that come in at like specific times at different you know the, that's different per each stage or whatever. Uh, and then by the end, you are so powered up that you're just doing millions of points of damage. You're clearing sc- the whole screens full of enemies at the same time. Just nothing can stop you. you you're pulsing light in front of oh, you. Things I love are, when I pulse. Things are just jumping around. Go look at the... Uh, do you? So you pulse. You've confirmed that you pulse. Do you throb? Do you feel like you can... Oh, yeah. There's definitely a... there's definitely some throbbing. Did you see... Excellent. I posted a video in the, in the chat. Um, I'll see if I can send it to you because that was like... One so, yeah, of, I, I did one realize at a certain point that this is the game you guys were talking about. I was confident, fully confident, that the conversation happening in our Discord was about Hades the whole time. <laughs> no, and not I, at and all. that's why I kind of was just like skimming <laughs> over because I'm like, oh, I haven't played Hades. Like, maybe I will. So I kind of avoid reading this. And then at a certain point, I went, wait, versus. That's not, that's not what that's VS not, is. Not. Nobody's saying versus. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's saying versus. Oh. oh man. It uh and yeah, it's 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 intense, dude. Once you get your first, I think, um, thirty minute kill, uh, you get so addicted to having just being incredibly overpowered that you just don't know what to do with yourself. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's so it's so crazy that you just have to be there. So that's how weirdly to bring it back to Elden Ring. That's what that game lets you do. I was talking to Patty about this because it's he's having this extraordinary, you know, level one experience through the game. And I feel like Elden Ring is the one Souls game where it just lets you just get like fuck off powerful and just just yeah. smush stuff. Yeah. And it's just like it, we, we, I was saying, I was like, are you going to are you going to do it again? Like once you finish it, are you going to like you should do this? You should have the catharsis of getting to level 200 and then just smushing everything. He was like, I don't know. I might just never fucking touch the game again. I can you know, I, I asked him that in the uh, in his YouTube comments because I was genuinely curious because uh, he said the same thing about near once upon a time where like mm. his experience with Nier was like so that experience that he was like you know what i don't i don't ever want to do this again like i just this is my playthrough and that's that's mm. all i'm ever gonna do um so i'm i'm genuinely curious if he goes back i'm also really i feel real bad for that dude that they um just robbed him of his main <laughs> weapon yeah. what a nightmare what a nightmare i watched it do, do you fight the two crucible knights down in one of those heroes grave in elden ring do you remember that fight I almost definitely did not uh, win that fight, okay. whatever you're talking about. Because even on, on New Game Plus 4, where um, Melania, whatever her name is. Is it Melania or Melania? It's not important. You don't have to answer. I could, I, I, the last time I, I fought her, I beat her in 25 seconds. Like, both phases. It was over. That I was love it. it. It was the fastest shit ever. Because it just doesn't matter once you've like leveled up to a certain point and upgraded your weapons all the way. But I, I come across a Crucible Knight and I get fucking spanked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I can't get. I can't get over their move set. <laughs> it's um. It's funny watching him do it because uh, two hits with the um his flame of the red main skill. Yeah. And they just they instantly just keel over. They're like, oh, I hurt too much. Insane. And I'm like, well, this doesn't seem fair <laughs> for no. anybody. Uh, it's um. It's very funny watching that dude play. I'm gonna be interested in how it 
how it changes going forward because yeah that seems like not good yeah um but have you played anything else also i want i meant to ask you very important how does vampire survivors compare to um journey of the prairie king uh the the mini game from stardew valley are you familiar um <laughs> because but every time i see a video like i just watched the video you sent me and it seems like you just reached level 2000 in Journey of the Prairie it's, King it's, from Stardew Valley, and that's what the game looks like now. It's like that. Yeah, it's very much like that, except I think it's it's got, obviously, more in-depth to it because it's not a mini-game. It's a, it's a full mm. game, so it's a little bit more in-depth. But, um, yeah, I think that if you like that, you would probably like this, believe it or not. <laughs> like, I think it's... And I, I need to stress, too, that all of the weapons are, like, automatic. So, like, you pick up a thing, and it's like, this is going to shoot beams, and you're like, okay, but mm. you're just... All you do is move around the stick, right? Like, you're just walking around avoiding enemies and stuff is just shooting from you the entire time which is why i think you could work it on your phone pretty well because it's not a lot of complicated buttons or anything but yeah. also like i was just like eh, I, don't, I don't like this for some reason so is it on playstation because it feels like every game that everybody likes isn't on playstation it's anymore. it's really weird that it's not on playstation right now right like it's very Maybe it was cult of the lamb that wasn't for a while i don't know if it is now cult of the lamb um, definitely came out on playstation but there there have been i feel like there's been some recent games where like signalis i think is the other one that everyone was playing that nobody is playing on playstation so that's it is on playstation but i had to buy it oh okay that's what it was um so it was probably on game pass i assume i haven't played it yet but i do i do want to um yeah playstation it's got they're all big they're big fucking stinky exclusives then like one a year nobody gives a shit anymore but yeah. every other fucking video game that people actually get excited about nah it's not there yeah it's really weird um it's it should be there should be every game should come out on every system that's what i should yeah yeah i've also been um i've been dipping my hands into some emulation oh yeah so uh folks out there um if you're if, if you know me uh you can you can at me and i can explain how to set up your xbox uh one or no, your Xbox Series S or Xbox Series X to emulate uh, just about any video game in existence, up to mm-hmm. and including PlayStation 2. I was playing PlayStation 2 games on my Xbox. I can open my Xbox, click an app that says PS2, pick from a list of games, and then it gives me that sweet wow yeah. <laughs> ps2 opening sound. noise and i was i was bummed because the first time i did it, it didn't give me that it just got me into the game so i went and found yeah. the setting and i was like it said skip <laughs> boot and i'm like absolutely not absolutely not we're is not this skipping your, boot. um is this the series the xbox series that you did it on or is it the, the xbox one it's the xbox series so it's the series okay. x okay. which is the more okay. recent boxes so. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I was like, I do have an Xbox One. I, could, I think it I will it. work on an Xbox One. I don't know what I don't know what performance you'll get out of that. Is the mm-hmm. is the problem? So because I'm, I mean, I have my PlayStation Two on the table with my microphone. That's just where it is. And one oh, well, of these you days, just, it's not going to work anymore. You could just play the PlayStation games then. I could, yes, yeah, yeah. but one of these days, something's going to go wrong, and it, it'll be over for me. Um, so having some sort of emulation. Would be great. That'd be wonderful, Sony, if you're listening. Um, please. <laughs> I think eventually they'll get around to releasing a um, PlayStation 2 Mini, right? Mm. Like, that's just too... I think that's just leaving money on the table if they don't do that. Working out which game... What's your dream PS2 Mini look like? Um, have you have you seen the mock-ups for what the... Uh, oh, man, this came up recently, and I'm trying to... Like, the original Nintendo that PlayStation was going to make... 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like with the like a gray like one of those basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what what's in it? What do you want on it? What games? Oh, um. See, this is the problem I would have is that I did none of the games that they would put on it are games that I would want. So like, right, I, <laughs> right. I want all of the Armored Core games. I want Kuan. Uh-huh. I want like uh-huh. Rule of Rose. I want yeah. Weird I don't know if those games. Ones you get put on. Yeah, yeah. I want weird horror games. I want um, Kingsfield from from Software. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like none none of I that tried stuff. Pl- is I played about. Two, two or three hours of Kingsfield Four, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, game is hard as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I did. I made basically no progress in it. It's just as you start to like, um, acclim- like acclimate to the controls and like figure out like, okay, this moves that because things didn't control the same way back then that they do now. Um, we take that for granted. <laughs> we <laughs> do. Just as I was starting to like get used to it, I like found a new area and like I was just getting my ass whooped and couldn't figure it out. And never played it again. Um, and, and the combat is like bad too. Is the yeah. other problem yeah. is is you that first person combat um, is it, it's just hard. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's like just comparing. Um, it's like Morwen to Skyrim. Yeah. Like everyone's like Morwen's better. I'm like yeah yeah, but <laughs> the combat is fucking doo doo. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's something, dude. Because like even in the first area of Kingsfield 4, because I was booting up stuff and playing like 15 minutes of it just to make sure it kind of worked. Uh, and like, there was like a plant monster and I would go up to it and I would swing. Oh, and, fuck that plant monster. And the swing would just r- drain my entire stamina bar. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, oh okay. now what to Am do? Am I a joke to you? <laughs> and then one time the this plant monster turned around and just had like a like a shield on its back. And every time I attacked it, it would just go bong off the shield. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this isn't. No, this is not what I want. Do you think? Do you think that Dark Souls ended up being good by accident? Almost, um, yeah. You know, Demon Souls was supposed to be like in its original conception, but was supposed to be a Skyrim competitor. It was supposed to be first person oh. with like a open <laughs> world, uh, and they they pulled back like hard from it and rebooted it because it was it was not good internally. And then that's interesting. I, I think that's when Miyazaki took it over. Um, I don't think he was the original lead on that game, the original director. And so that's when the game got kind of rebooted internally to what it is now and then that's what like set off the of course the the souls games as we know them mm. today but yeah it was very specifically supposed to be sony's response to um skyrim like they they wanted a skyrim from a japanese that developer is fascinating every time that they sony tries to create something in response to something else it's always terrible it's, it always um, goes wrong <laughs> like the, they had the legend of dragoon as their response to final fantasy and i liked that game but we've never heard of it again <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i'm uh i'm just fascinated about all with all of that stuff all the history so it's really so funny. that's that's your i was thinking maybe for your for your ps2 dream lineup maybe you'd put like a like a katamari damasi or a uh or yeah. a silent hill 2 or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No? <laughs> uh i think katamari would be great in fact i'm glad you i have like katamari on the playstation like 5 now though True. And, and the xbox yeah. so i'm not like super stressed like and that's 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 the thing is i only really want to emulate games that i don't currently have access to like i don't if i've got a newer version of something i'm typically not going to go back to the older version unless something is like really wrong about it Mm -hmm. so speaking of going back to old things i started playing the witcher 3 again because they updated they updated it yeah that is yeah they updated it uh it's got some new quests and and new like items and stuff which is cool that's another game i have 400 freaking hours in that game um but i haven't played it in a couple years now and i haven't done like a full playthrough since my very first one and i think i just have so many hours because i would just wander around and take screenshots <laughs> um but uh yeah so playing that a little bit again how's um, the update that wouldn't that wouldn't go on my dream ps2 mini though how's the update uh it's cool 
It's cool. I like it. I enjoy it. My TV's still kind of doo doo, okay. but I can tell that it visually looks a lot. It looks a lot better than it used to. Should I, with my fancy new internet, should I re-download Witcher Three? Uh, I mean, and, it's, and check it, it out? might be worth giving it a shot. Okay. Um, it's the type of game that I, I weird that I love JRPG so much, and then Dark Dark Souls and Elden Ring, those are Japanese games. But there's almost like the Western philosophy of RPGs, where which does involve a lot more gameplay than. <laughs> Um, I guess the the JRPGs that I'm used to. Sure. Because in The Witcher Three, as much as there's a ton of story and a ton of talking, I think I enjoy that game so much because I, you spend so much time wandering around and just playing the video game, mm-hmm. and I I think that that can be overwhelming when you see a million like question marks pop up on your map, uh, things to investigate. But that's just how I like played the game. Like I almost as much as I love The Witcher, like didn't really care to pursue the story that much. I just did it when I did it. And then I would be doing this two-hour quest following this really harrowing, well-written side story, and I'd be super interested in it. And then I'd just go back to you know wandering around the wilderness for a while just because that was fun. Um, My, uh, so if you, if you just like kind of let the game do what it wants or let yourself do whatever you want in the game, you might have a good time with it. My, my most successful Witcher 3 run uh, was the one where I turned off the question marks. Mm-hmm. Um, which was an option in there somewhere and just had like major markers on the map because yeah. man, those, those question marks, like they, they put me in full bad gamer brain where I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I need to look at every single one of these. You go full Assassin's Creed on it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do like, I have to go, Oh, this is, I'm close to this one. I got it. Maybe, maybe it'll give me a 5% boost to my <laughs> blah, 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 or whatever. Like it was horrible. Yeah. Um, so luckily, I I turned that off, and I and I did. I got through the first. I got through the Red Baron quest, and that was where I fell off. Like I got to the big city, I think next into that, and I was just like, man, this kind of just sucks to to, to walk around in. <laughs> this yeah, is Geralt just that is fun. still weird to control. They changed it so that he's a little easier to control. Uh huh. But it's still one of those things that they just didn't quite. It's I think it, it's animation driven. Um, I could be thinking of this the wrong way, but it's like in certain games, like in Dark Souls, again. When you move forward, your character inches forward. It's just like you direct the movement of the character. Whereas if you press forward on Geralt, he moves his leg and shakes his shoulder with as he takes this big step forward. Yeah. And so that's there's this animation that goes along, and it looks good. It looks real, but it's not fluid at all because you're controlling a big meat man who's walking around. <laughs> meat um, I think the combat. Meat uh, like, man. A lot of people seem to not like the com- combat, but. Um, I think the combat is a lot more fluid than the actual exploration is. Um, I need to as long need... as they fix the fall damage. That's all that matters. Geralt would fall off like a little fence or something that you didn't know you were standing on, and then he'd be crumpled on the floor dead. Uh, and you hadn't auto saved in fifteen minutes because the game's <laughs> weird like that. <laughs> I need to. Uh, I think I'll. I think I'll redownload it. I know I probably wouldn't do that, but like I mentioned, my, my super fast internet now means um, it, it, this shit just flies by, and it's amazing uh-huh. to watch. I, I am um, getting new internet means you just spend a lot of time downloading stuff and just being amazed at the bar moving from left <laughs> to right. I yeah. did. Th- I updated yeah. every game on my Xbox today um, to just to watch the bars move across. Just watch the bars go up. That's yeah, what's yeah. up. Yeah. When I had uh, time off a couple weeks ago, I downloaded so many games. Just, I mean, obviously it's, it wasn't the internet thing, but it was just the like, I can, I can download. I might have time to play all these. I'm just going to do it. And then I deleted almost every one of them. <laughs> yeah. I've I've definitely done that. I downloaded a bunch of stuff for my Switch when I was in Chicago, and I just didn't play it because I forgot. <laughs> so it was just like, uh, okay. It's not easy being a gamer. People don't know that. People don't understand the, the problems that we have. Do you want to finish Berlin? Are you? Do you feel like you're up to it? Or are you just say? I, f- I mean, I feel okay, but I feel like my voice is kind of getting worse. Okay. Um, it's up to so you. So maybe we maybe yeah. we could just do it another 
Do you want to do you want to do this like maybe this weekend or something or Tuesday or something? Yeah. Um, um, well, this weekend is Christmas. Never mind. I've it just... is. I mean, I can do it tomorrow, but um, well, I'm I'm podcasting Friday? tomorrow afternoon with Gary, so uh, that'll I be see. like I see. Um, um, that'll be like at one or two. No, that'll probably. That'll, I'll just, I don't I'll think be Jess burnt. is coming over tomorrow. Okay. Because she um, doesn't want to drive in a nor'easter, <laughs> which is happening this evening into tomorrow. Um, Dude, it is dropping thirty fucking degrees tonight. Like it's yeah, going, well, it's sixty degrees today, and it's going to be eighteen or uh, no, it's dropping forty degrees. It's going to be eighteen and on at eight a.m. What the fuck? Yeah, tomorrow it's going to be in the sixties as we get this storm, and then Saturday morning it's supposed to be twenty degrees. So I'm very confused, and I don't want to go to Christmas Eve at my sister's house because I sound like this. <laughs> Ah, oh, dude, I, but I'm, but I, alas, I'm so sorry, man. You you definitely I feel sound weird like getting on the mic and then being like, yeah. Anyway, let's just not do it. But I feel like this isn't pleasant to listen to. <laughs> if you're if you're not feeling it, that's that's the important thing. So I don't care personally. Should we try? Should we just try it? I, I don't I don't want to ruin you. Is my problem? I, I, not, I, I mean, if I, I worry sound, if it gets too bad, we can just literally. I'll take a break. Okay. At this point, let's just fuck. Let's just do it. Let's, let's just, just do, do it. it. I'm okay. here. I'm here. Merlin. Yeah, we can we can chit chat we'll for a little right. bit. We'll be okay. We'll be all right. Um, we can do thirty five <laughs> minutes of outtakes and then you know see how the episode. Maybe another ten yeah. minutes of episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and when I talk to Patty later, he's gonna be like, "Why are you such a sexy woman? What happened? <laughs> why are you? Such why a, do you sound like that? Why are you seducing me? This is supposed to be a friendly podcast together. Yeah, <laughs> my wife is home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. I didn't have any so. The last time we recorded, that was the beginning of it. I yeah. didn't realize that that was... I thought, hey, maybe I'm almost through it. No, 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 no. It had just begun. So I, after that, I think Friday and Saturday had no voice whatsoever. Sunday had no voice. And then Monday, it was starting to come back a little bit. Um, Jess and I didn't spend Christmas together because I was horribly, horribly ill. So I just stayed in bed all day. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just another holiday ruin. <laughs> what could you do? What could you do about it? Um, <laughs> but I, I think I'm good now. I, I sound gross, but I'm like, every morning I was waking up coughing for like 30, 40 minutes and, and like d- like a debilitating cough. And sure. now that's gone. I just sound like I have a cold, I think. So hopefully this won't be too nauseating to listen to. I don't think it will be. I think you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be okay. I got a cough drop locked in right now just to okay. kind of soothe yeah. things yeah um, dude, yeah yeah absolutely. and then you know otherwise i'm i'm ready to go where were we in this episode so if you're looking at your notes uh arthur had just eaten the rat and then you were about to explain that like gwen the gwen and morgana scene and then uh that was when we just called it so i feel like we just start at the gwen and morgana scene oh, yeah, and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. just go from there so do we have to explain to people that it's been a week <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna do i'll do a thing in the episode to let people know uh, what to expect and everything because it's going to be a pretty significant change like I'll do a musical break and, mm-hmm. and come back and, and explain it at the top of the episode and all that stuff all so right. it won't be um, it's not going to be so strong. I'm ready to rock I might need a minute to get like my huge hams okay. kind of rolling down the hill yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean we're good you, your, your voice is actually sounding like it's warming up significantly yeah so. good I was uh, oh my god earlier I'm in here humming and stuff because I'm just like let me just warm up my voice and I'm you know hmm 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 and then uh, I got I got I put on a uh, record. I put on a, a, a Cure album on the record mm-hmm, player, and mm-hmm. I'm humming along with it. Next thing I know, my I hear my phone ringing in my pocket, 
and, and not an outgoing or not an incoming call. It was an outgoing call. Oh, and no. I check and I had, I had somehow through my humming or through my pocket, I don't know, had uh, pocket dialed my boss. Oh, good. Which Fantastic. is not what I want to do when I'm on vacation. He's on vacation, too. I think it only got one ring before I hit it. But I was like, no, f- what are the fucking odds out of everybody in my contacts? He wasn't in my recent call list. It's just Jess and my mom. Oh, <laughs> Nobody else has, has been called. Perfect. Uh, oh, what a nightmare. I mean, he's not going to say anything about it. So Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um... Anywho, yeah, it was all that humming to Robert Smith. Because that's how I felt like I've sounded like Robert Smith. Like, hello. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm Robert Smith. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm everybody. Robert. <laughs> I'm Robert. We're the cure. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is the cure. <laughs> Are you ready to rock? Just kidding. <laughs> Are you ready to get kind of sad in a, in a crowd? <laughs> I think we're both just doing a Noel Fielding impression. I think we are. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that. Uh, my, um... <laughs> Just so you know, my Facebook has transitioned from uh, Joker, uh, Joker motivation to Garden Daily Ideas. If you just want to know how my life is, what? Going. How did that happen? Is this <laughs> the algo? I don't know. The algo's got me, man. I must have looked the al- up. Like, I don't know. The, the algo is being a bit kind to you. I think if they're giving you garden ideas, I think uh, this this may be a symptom of another man's algo being exposed. Me being exposed uh, to another man's algo because my dad uh, is much more the type of dude that would be looking up, you know, how to garden or something. Mm, mm. I'm Robert Smith. Welcome to my hanging garden. <laughs> Do you guys like tomatoes? <laughs> uh, this is how we make fresh cheese. Hi, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, Why is that so funny? Uh, okay. Uh, Do you wanna? Do you wanna try to get into it? All right, I might as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna bring us in. Okay. Berlin, Berlin. 